that make you go, hmm. Let's just go up Fairfield Drive by Pensacola Village. Let's go all the way down to Alconese, Martin Luther King, to Cervantes. Let's swing a right on Cervantes, go down to W Street, swing another right on W Street, and come back to Fairfield Drive. And then that whole area with gentrification going on, houses are popping up everywhere. Okay? And eventually the tax mill is going to go up. And the people that's been there are not going to be able to pay the property tax. Hopefully we can grandfather those folks in. Now, the concern that's being raised by uh, Coach Benny Washington um, is, I, I think it's a, a reasonable concern. He's with the uh, James B. Washington Education Center. Um, but that region of town, yeah, definitely problems in that area. The gentrification part um, the part about gentrification that people don't always quite understand is that it's different in other places than it is in Florida because we have the um, the Save Our Homes, the limit on how much your property taxes can go up year over year, the 3%. You know, So you might have a home that you're paying property taxes on as if that home cost $100,000 when the home might be worth $300,000. Now, if you sell it, they're going to reset and they're going to – right. but at your, at your rate, it only goes up 3% a year. People are probably, even on fixed income, because a lot of those have cost of living increases built in, uh, even on a fixed income, I mean, that might not be great, but that's not going to push anybody out of a home, like in other places that don't have that, okay? But still, it is a concern, right, that the changing of the neighborhood, and listen, this was at the town hall for District 5 last week with Tenny Day Broughton, who's a town, the, the District 5 city councilwoman, and then Mayor D.C. Reeves was there, and I'll be honest, I thought that uh, some of the stuff that Benny Washington is doing and talking about was so interesting, so important. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to let you hear some of what he was talking about. And so the schools are not good. And when you close school down, the land appreciates, of course. Property values go down. Businesses move out. Crime moves in. But the other thing is, with, with all that going on, we don't have any the grocery stores. The food. It's like the barns. You walk in and you smell the food. It's like it's not healthy. So it's a food desert. We can't find a bank, an ATM in that area. None of that. Okay. The closer one, you know, it's going on Davis at Bank of America, right over down the corner of Davis and by the fire department. It's, it's no banking. People don't have transportation. Healthcare is gone now because they're closing down the hospital. It's a bad situation. Again, the zone in town he's talking about is from Fairfield to Cervantes and from Alconese to W Street. And I think his assessment is is accurate, uh, particularly the food and banking, but businesses in general. And, you know, look, um, I don't criticize Baptists for their decision to move to a location that makes a lot more sense for their future, but it does have an effect on the community. They know that. I mean, this is one of the things that they hated about having to make the move is they they understood, you know, this is going to have an effect on that area. And this is a longer clip, but I want you to hear it because – what he's doing, apparently, is phenomenal. And I love the way he's working to kind of solve some of these issues. We have an after-school program, and it's revolved around education. And it's big, and it's growing. We, we, we've had a small little suite. Now we're in two It's full. And we need a... The thing is, we went in that community and asked kids for tutoring. And we go out in the community, we come back with two kids. Two 
All right, we're on the front lines. And then, <clears throat> so we're using the wrong bait. So we had to get some more bait. You know, that's the wrong. We came back with a basketball program. Now we got two, three hundred kids. Okay, I'm, and so, but when they come for the basketball, they got to come, but they got to have a 2.5 GPA. You don't have the grades, and they drop their head, and they look and say, no, son, no, young lady, it's not to mean you can't play, but it does mean it's mandatory that you go to tutoring in order to play. Now, youth sports, and I'm a strong proponent of youth sports, but there are so many youth sports programs around. You got kids playing with four and five Fs. So Junior come up playing, and he can play now. He got four touchdowns by halftime. Okay, just hear me out. Hear me out. So he can play elementary. He can play the middle school. But when he get to high school, they're going to ask for a grade point average. Then he can't play. All right? They say, well, go work on your grade. Well, he never had any grades. So now they're dropping out. And so now when they're dropping out, they can't get a job. And those are kids, you see all the shooting and the game bang that's going on around town? Mm -hmm. That's those kids. Most of those kids are former athletes. Okay? So in our program, and I try to work the high school kids, we're going to have two state championships. We coach 10 D1 ball players. We're going to help 121 kids get scholarships. We graduated 168 out of 169 kids from that same area. But his ability to reach the high school kids has been limited. We'll come back to this in a second again, because I just thought some of the stuff that he was talking about was so important. Uh, Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, I-10 and I-110 is checking in clear. Longleaf Drive, Mobile Highway, Pine Forest Road, uh, North Blue Angel Parkway, all flowing smoothly. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, no issues reported. Uh, also, no slowdowns on Cervantes. Uh, Bayfront Parkway checks in without delays. This report is brought to you by Mattress Firm. It's your lucky day. Because this Friday, you, you, you're listening? Until noon at Mattress Firm, right? Shop doorbusters, all right? And then get a queen mattress for, get this, $89.99 while supplies last. So get there early. It's your lucky day over at Mattress Firm, Friday till noon. Queen mattress, $89.99. Just, just letting you know. Uh, if you have any traffic info to report, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you've got a uh, leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall when you flush the toilet or turn on the faucet, your plumbing should not talk back to you. And if it does, that's bad. And if it stops, that's even worse, right? They don't fix themselves. Uh, what that means is a bigger problem is either happening or waiting to happen. So this is why you call Barbary Plumbing. They'll come in, they'll take care of it. Flat rate pricing by the job, not by the time it takes. So you know in advance how much it's going to cost you. 477 Eighty-seven, eighty-two for Barberry Plumbing. Back to Benny Washington, uh, Coach Benny Washington, talking about the youth sports education program. Because really, I love what he said is, you know, we went to offer tutoring and nobody cared. We went to offer basketball and we got a couple hundred kids. And what we say is, you got to get the grades up. And if you don't get the grades up, guess what? You got to go to tutoring because we want to get, we want to teach you. We want you to get educated so that you can have basic skills because uh, very few of y'all are going to make it in life in basketball or sports in general. But as he talked about, a lot of the athletic programs don't have minimum grade points, so people play the sports and don't have the grades. And then they pass through and they get a, you know social promotion through to high school where they have to by the HSA, right, uh, FHSAA. And so that's the problem that he's getting at is how can we get these kids a better future? But the problem is that um, they can't reach the high school kids because it's too late. And, and, and the problem is this. I got cussed out. Pull your pants up. Oh, help you, man. You know. And I'm like, I'm not taking too much of that because, you know, it's gonna be- it's a, it's a, he's telling the high school kids, hey, behave, get your act straight, pull your pants up, and they tell them F you, right? Like, that's a very understandable response from a, a problematic generation who are older now, right? Real problem where I come from. 
I'm a man. You want to be a man? We're going to treat you like a man. So guess what we had to do? We had to fall back and get first, second, third graders. Now we have kids from first grade to the ninth grade. All our kids are making their grades. We're tracking them all the way to high school. When they get to high school, you're going to go to college. You're going to go to military. You're going to take a vocational trade. Or we're going to get you a job. Now that's what we plan on doing. And it's growing. We don't have a space. You know, except we can go, we get one day at Carl Center, we get one day at Lakeview, we get one day at Wedgwood. We have 10 teams. We had a trial this weekend, we had 86 kids trial. Because we don't have the space, we can only take 12. Uh. There's 74 kids walking the streets, and they're young. I, it's heartbreaking. And what he's getting at in the context here is the reason he had come to the town hall to talk to Mayor Reeves was um, facilities. We need places. We need And, you know, with the closing down of some facilities because they're dilapidated and it doesn't make sense to renovate them. It's too. It's more expensive to renovate than it would be to even build new. But still, you know, losing out on these facilities, he was like, well, can we buy the facility? Can we do that? You know, and that was the context is how can we get more opportunity for these kids? Because the demand is enormous. The kids are willing the problem is we don't have an opportunity to take as many as we wish we could. And, you know, having to cut people for grades, it's hard. Having to cut people for lack of opportunity because you don't have space, that's even worse. And the hardest part about coach for me is cutting the kids. Now they get a 9, 10, 11, 12 grade, it's easy to cut them. You ain't got the grades, you know, you, know, you want your pants sagging, you know, you're disrespectful. But when they're small kids and you cut them, you know, those kids got a chance to develop they can learn, and then our kids, man, we're going on field trips. And you know what? We took the kids over here on the beach. <clears throat> we took them over to, uh, what's over there with Geronimo? Uh, Fort Pickens. Fort Pickens. The kids never been to Fort Pickens. They didn't even know it was over there. You know, it just these are some of the things that we're doing. All I'm saying is, for our program, they said, well, you're going to work with Frickerson? A lot of these guys, they, these folks are not doing the education piece. We need a space. We need the space. And, you know, just, I mean, stop for a second and ponder that. You got kids growing. You've heard these stories before, maybe. Okay. But you've got kids growing up, black kids. Okay. Growing up in this community. And they're just trying to survive school. They're trying to play some sports. They're trying to, you know, not get caught up in gangs and crime. And they have never been to the beach. They've never been across that bridge, either one. They've lived in Pensacola their whole lives, and they've never been to the beach. They've never been to Fort Pickens. You know, just, it can be true that it's a different world for some people. Just a kind of a mind-warping thing to try to understand is just true, okay, for some folks. And then, you know, what he was really getting at is, um, you know, can we not get a, um, a better facility? You know, can we um, can we not get something that they can really be proud of as opposed to, for example, that very shiny, spiffy, new $130 million jail that they get to see in their neighborhood? And when we build something nice, something decent, something, something going to have some pride in it. When they close these schools down, that's when the pride leaves the community. So when you build something nice, but you know what? we got a big jailhouse over there. Yeah. All right, it's in that community. And when them kids grow up, I had a little kid tell me one time, he said, Coach, why you care? We nothing but the N-word, we going to jail. Third grade. Okay, third grade. I've heard this from two different kids. It's like, break my heart, man. And that's the reason why I'm here. 
So first of all, I just I, I'm amazed at the work that he is doing, and so I mean to learn about it. You know, I want to have Benny on the show because he sounds like a fantastic guy, and the work that he's doing with these kids sounds so important. Uh, but the idea of just grasping where these kids are at in life, what their prospects look like to them, and then what they see around them in terms of you know what is their government willing to do to help us? Well, you know, um, they might have heard about the uh, Scambia Children's Tax, you know, uh, right, the Children's Trust. Um, what are they seeing for it? Well, they see the jail. Can't but see it. It's beautiful. It's shiny. It's expensive, right? But schools, which it's not like the county builds schools, but that's, you know, the perception, right? Anyway, I just I wanted to share it with you because there was a lot that happened at this town hall. It was a very, very interesting town hall, and uh, I appreciate that D.C. and Tenia Day brought and City Councilwoman Tenia Day brought and put it on. 652 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay.